Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash new music industry. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. It's time for us to look back on the top 10 Music Entrepreneur HQ posts of 2019. If you're primarily a podcast listener, then you might not be familiar with the website located at musicentrepreneurhq.com, but it has fast turned into a massive online resource for musicians just like you. If you don't believe me, just go to the website and click on the blog button in the menu and you'll see all the content we've published. And in 2019, since we were still accepting guest posts, many of the posts I'm about to share with you were written and contributed by others. So let's review the most viewed and listened to pieces of the past year. At the number one position, we have five ways to sing more powerfully. This guest post was contributed by my friend Matt Ramsey, who I got to meet while I was in Austin last August. I'll have to have him on the podcast as well. In this detailed guide, Ramsey shares how we can all add some power to our voices for those times when a song needs that extra push. I think he offers some great tips here, and this is an evergreen piece that's going to help singers for years to come. At number two, we have seven ways music benefits your health. At Music Entrepreneur HQ, we don't often cover topics related to how music can benefit one's health. With a huge growth in guest posters, however, we saw all kinds of people contribute content on a myriad of topics throughout the year. And as writer Alexandra Ray, it might be pronounced Rie, I'm not too sure, shares in this post, music can help you improve your communication skills, improve your emotional life, strengthen your heart, help you sleep better, reduce anxiety and depression, decrease pain, and boost the immune system. If you'd like to learn more, you're going to have to check out the post for yourself. All the posts in this episode are linked up in the show notes at musicentrepreneurhq.com slash 179, along with a full transcription of the episode. In third place, we have four challenges music entrepreneurs face and how to overcome them, a topic I feel is both relevant and worth delving into. I think guest contributor Rana Tarakji, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, did a great job of covering the key struggles music entrepreneurs often face, having to wear many hats, lack of energy or motivation, and competition. If you have mental blocks in any of these areas, this post is for you. For better or for worse, I've often been hands-on with guest posts, and in this instance, I did a little bit of work to tighten up and pique interest in the headings. Looks like it may have paid off. Number four, the effects of listening to music at work, pros and cons. Again, this is a topic I would not have thought to cover in any capacity. I guess that's why we had guest posters. They brought some fresh ideas to the table and covered what they felt were relevant topics. In this post, contributor Natalia Anderson seeks to offer some constructive thoughts on whether one should or shouldn't be listening to music at work and the type of music you should be listening to if you choose to listen while working. If you've ever wondered whether I listen to music at work, the answer is often. And if you'd like to know what I'm listening to, you can look up a playlist on Spotify called Addicted by David Andrew Weeb. You'll find the link to this playlist in the show notes as well. 
at number five, episode 136 of the podcast, how to create your music career strategy for 2019. Should I feel funny about the fact that I just barely made it into the top five with one of my own content pieces? I'm just kidding. I think it's great that so many others had the opportunity to contribute something to the Music Entrepreneur HQ site. As tactics become increasingly popular and strategy falls by the wayside in the music industry, I think posts like this are only going to increase in importance. While this post should not be considered comprehensive by any means, I talked about strategy from a high level, how to fit tactics around your strategy, and some steps to determine what tactics you can use to reach your goals. At number six, we have the second part of my two-part interview with Brent Varstra of Learn Jazz Standards and Passive Income Musician. That's episode 127 of the podcast, titled Passive Income Streams for Musicians and Music Instructors. It makes sense that people would be interested in passive income streams. This is a sexy-sounding term, but as Brent suggests, everything takes work. The only way to develop your passive income streams is by putting in a concerted effort up front. An ongoing upkeep might be a part of the equation, too. But if there's anyone that understands this topic well, it's Brent. And if you're interested in finding out how you can tap into the power of passive income, have a listen to this episode. At seventh place, there's what your song titles and email subject lines have in common. This idea via guest poster Kaylee Alexandra had to be workshopped a bit before it made any sense. I think I'm starting to see a bit of a pattern here in the sense that most of the top guest posts were first written by a contributor and then developed into a cohesive whole by an editor, which in this case was me. So what do song titles and email subject lines have in common? I think a better question might be what lessons can we take from each to improve the other? This question should lead to some powerful insights. At core, I feel this is a good topic. The writing around the idea, however, has space to be something more than it is. Anyone care to tackle it? At number eight, we have episode 142 of the podcast, How to Succeed as a Songwriter, with award-winning singer-songwriter and producer Troy Kogel. I've now been podcasting for over 10 years, so for me, this episode felt like a bit of a blast from the past because I interviewed a lot of local artists for my original podcast. I think this conversation with Troy was awesome and his story is incredibly inspiring. It's a great reminder that when we're looking for opportunity, we must be ready for it. We should be putting our head down to do the work instead of constantly trying to make something happen and wondering where the next gig is going to come from. At ninth place, there's seven essential tactics for better live stage performance, as written by guest poster Scott Matthews. This is a topic I've personally covered in detail in my own writing, and I'm relatively complete with what I've had to share about it. There's nothing I wish to add right now, so it's providence that someone else decided they wanted to cover the topic. Now, I do feel Scott's tips are relatively common sense, but as they say, there's nothing common about common sense. As music entrepreneurs, as best that we don't make any assumptions about what strangers do or do not know. Plus, his post has the term essential in the title, suggesting that no extras were covered. If you're just getting started as a performer, then you're certainly going to get something out of this post. At 10th place, we have How to Choose Great Recording, Mixing, and Mastering Engineers for Your Album by Nick Rubright. It might be pronounced Rubright, I'm not sure. 
For better or for worse, a lot of musicians have had bad experiences with engineers. Some have been overcharged. Others have had trouble achieving their sonic vision. These days, I mostly work with friends and contacts from my extended network, and that has been a trouble-free experience. But in the past, I've had some less-than-ideal experiences as well, which is one of the reasons one of my solo albums still hasn't been released. Anyway, if finding an engineer is a bit of a mystery to you, I have no doubt you'll find this post valuable. In closing, most of this content simply wouldn't be possible without the help I had from the various guests and contributors we had last year. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. Even though we've closed guest posting and advertising opportunities and we're focusing on other projects right now, we know that it takes time and effort to come up with an idea and put it into existence. So again, thank you for all your hard work. Finally, we couldn't even create lists like this without listeners like you to engage in our content. So thank you so much for reading, listening, and watching in 2019. We hope your career or business has benefited greatly from our efforts, and we're always here to help when you need it. We're looking forward to an amazing 2020, and we have some amazing interviews and content in the works for you this year too, so stay tuned. I'm David Andrew and I look forward to seeing you on the stages of the world. Thank you for listening. Music in this episode was brought to you by Brian Young. Wherever you're listening to this right now, please consider leaving a five-star review and comment to help us get the word out about the podcast. <laughs>